Everybody, you are tuned in to another Road Sodas. Welcome to Road Sodas. <laughs> I am roughly 50% of your hosts, Ben Warden. And I am the other soda, Jimbo Shaw. We've done it again. We're back. Mm. No one tried to stop us. This one feels better. It does feel good. It feels like we escaped. <laughs> or fled. This one's going to be a cute one. Mhm. Man, I I I had a I had a cute situation over the weekend. Oh yeah? How oh, yeah. cute was it? Dude, it was pretty cute. Reagan went down to her car in the morning to go to work on Friday as she's wont to do and found two bags next to her car, kind of in front of her car on the park as if like possibly somebody was loading their car up and drove away. Missed a couple of bags. They were in. They, they weren't strewn about. They didn't look like they'd been stolen or anything. They're, they're like the the plastic bags. This was a guys... this was this was like a big thick canvas like classic like mom Ooh. beach bag. Okay, and so a, like a huge tote and like a nice backpack. That All was right, fully zipped up, but but also both of them full to the full to the gills, just stuffed to the mm. brim. Yeah, and uh, you know <laughs> those are some ripe fruit. Yeah, I must say so myself. So, so we, oh, and a bunch of pills on top of the tote bag, visible. <laughs> like, didn't even open it because it's it, it's an open top tote. So it's just like, oh, that's a lot of pills. Huh. And uh, so I brought him inside because she had to go to work and uh, began to do the good Samaritan move of rifling through this person's shit to try to find out who they were. And uh, I did. Were all the names on the pill bottles the same? Because that's a dead giveaway. So, unfortunately, they weren't pill bottles. It was like a Monday through Sunday pill. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. And it (laughs) was... You're just robbing an old person It was chock-a-block full of uh, unlabeled capsules. Just Hmm. sort of... (laughs) Yeah, that day's was not opened yet? (laughs) None of them were. Until, until, uh, uh, upon getting it upstairs and trying to carefully reach into the book on the top. I don't know why I was being careful. Like, it's not like I was afraid of leaving fingerprints, but I proceeded to uh, tap the pill case, which then immediately had all seven days burst open and spill out onto the floor. So <laughs> fucking whoops. I mean, it was like uh, over a hundred pills, I'd say of wow. uh, I, not pills, capsules. They were, mm. they weren't your standard. I think they, Reagan said they looked like uh, vitamins and such. Yeah, also those custom mood stabilizers. Yeah, but yeah, uh, hunted her down, uh, found her name in, in the inside cover of, of one of the books. and there you uh, go. She, yeah, she, she was an older lady, but not as old as I expected. She was probably like in her 60s, and uh, she wasn't really responding to Instagram messages because that she, you know, she's 60, of course not. So I ended up messaging her uh, her daughter and her son that I also found on Instagram because the internet's fucked up. But uh, she came back and picked it up a couple days later. So nice, yeah, it all worked out. But that was that was a cute little. That's a cute moment. I don't know. Yeah, you're a real couple of Samaritans. I mean, look, I don't always, I don't like to suck my own back. I don't like to pat myself on the dick. But that's what I'm doing here. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have even gotten up to the apartment with all those pills. <laughs> I would have, I'd have probably snorted them right in the lobby. Let, let's take a couple. Let's just take the green ones and see what the green. <laughs> couple of greenies. Does it smell like garlic or fish oil? Straight to the dome. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Well, I mean, you know, maybe she was she was doing a good Samaritan thing, 
and trying to leave you some vitamin supplements. Just like, hey, this is a healthy amount of supplements. Oh, yeah. I buried the lead. Her, her car got broken into. That was, mm. yeah. Her and apparently like the three other cars around hers got broken into. I don't know why this person who broke into these cars just left these bags unmolested. Glad they did. But, you know, sometimes people break into your car and take shit. Hmm. And statistically, they did it in San Francisco because <laughs> that's just what folk do here. I got to say, uh, you definitely meet way more old people who just leave shit all over your town than I do <laughs> in my town. Because the number of old people that I have met with like shit that they have left somewhere is zero. It has been. <laughs> has been for, for seven going on eight years now in Boston. You've been in San Francisco, what, four years? Something like that. And I know of at least like two significant ones now. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, well, you know. I guess, you know, when you lose something in Boston, it's just gone. It's just gone. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Say bye-bye. The raccoons swoop in, and next thing you know... Oh, it's not just raccoons, man. We uh we had some big rats in the trash today. Some rodents of unusual size? Yeah, well, it's it's garbage day, and they chewed a pretty sizable hole in the top of the, the garbage. But I guess the, uh, the new tenants in the building... Have something real, real stinky good. Hell yeah, real, real wasteful. That's that's how you eliminate waste. Is realize that uh, you know everything you throw out is just going to draw more rats to your apartment. That's that's a true incentive to get people to, you know, <laughs> compost. Only buy what they're going to eat. Kind of a situation. Definitely. De- well, I mean, I got down there. I didn't hear any movement in the trash can. So I opened up the lid, threw in the bag once I saw there was enough room, closed it, and then I heard the squeaking in the movement. And I was like, well, got to get this out to the curb, but (laughs) not going to like it. I remember doing that with presumably those same trash cans or, uh, you know, a dead dead replica of it. A derivative, yes. Don't worry. We spray painted them as well. Good. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was was my wildlife for the day. I didn't didn't see any other animals. No? Mm Mm-mm. Not not a single one other than those two rats in the garbage. All right. I've seen a lot of pelicans recently. Like a bunch. Like, but on the drive, like when I'm cr- driving across it's the weird, bridge. Because their season's over. It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, dude. All right. <laughs> but the, like, they'll fly at like the height of the Bay Bridge. And so I just like, I'm driving home from work. I look over. They're flying home from presumably also work. Yeah. But they're well, so high above. The water, like, mm-hmm. what are they doing up there? Not hunting? They're looking for fish. That high up? <laughs> yeah, bird's eye. Bird's eye view of stuff. Birds have great eyes. Is that where that All. term comes from? All birds. <laughs> All birds have great eyes. That's why they're birds. That does track. Do you think they smell good? Not like, not do they, not if I smell them, do they smell pleasant but like do birds have a good sense of smell um yeah sure i don't know they don't have like big tongues so i i don't know if they they have a preference for like tasty things yeah and like it's real windy so that might kind of either i can't i'm not sure if that would fuck up or or hinder them i don't know a lot about birds i think it depends on the bird maybe (sighs) there's a lot of birds yeah there's like an innumerable amount of ducks alone yeah there are a lot of ducks. Yeah. 
And a lot of duck vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> Damn nature, you scary. Yeah. That's actually the second time duck vaginas have come up in the past couple of days in conversation. For, uh, for, for you, maybe. It's for like me. the tenth for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just on repeat now. <laughs> just spew, spewing off facts. Who's your duck vagina guy? Yeah. Yeah. And if we want to expand it to just birds in general, uh I was yeah, I had to explain to a an anonymous emailer from possibly Wait. the previous week about Do I know cloaca. what this word yeah, cloaca, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I ended up having a phone call with the anonymous emailer from episodes past because of the we record ahead of time, so this person had not yet heard the response and I could have just emailed back and been like, Hey, this will be in an episode soon. But instead of doing that, uh, I didn't communicate at all and just left them on the hook until they eventually called me and was like, Hey, and we had a lovely chat, you know, aside from that, but it was just like, Oh yeah, I, uh, you did a very nice thing and I completely seemingly completely ignored it. I apologize for that. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Now, Actually, before we get into the main topic, we did get another email. Yeah. Now, I read it, but it had an attachment. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to that attachment? No, I didn't. I didn't either. So I didn't even read the email. I was just I was just going along because I like you. So here's what we're going to do. I was kind of hoping you hadn't. I'm going to see if I can figure out live. I could have, you know, sh- should have done this way earlier. Yeah, uh, live looking. How to uh, share the share audio. computer audio. Yeah. Hey-o. Yeah. Let's see. We're going to share. Share computer sound. All right. This is, this is uh, not quite a correspondence. More of a bit suggestion. <laughs> Sorry, James, you kept saying share. James, do you have something you'd like to share? <laughs> No. <laughs> so, this is from uh, the f- the first person to ever email us at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the superhero man, Batman. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to put the uh, the music behind it because it's more just a a bit suggestion. So we're going to give it a whirl. Hi guys. For some reason, I'm still enjoying your show. Class classic. I uh, love that opener. Fantastic opener. Oh, he's great. He continues. In the last episode, you mentioned that you don't have any advertisements, and that just doesn't seem fair or right. In almost every episode so far, there has been mention of a couch, so I thought it might be fun to record a series of ads for you based on a bit that I used to do for my pals back in high school. Here's the first spot for your consideration, and no hard feelings if you don't want to use it. Signed, Matt from Vermont. Now, let's give it a listen, shall shall we? We shall. I'm, I'm not sure how... Are you in the market for a new-to-you couch or loveseat? Sofa Kingdom. Are you on the lookout for a barely used recliner or sleeper sofa? Sofa Kingdom. Hi, I'm Rusty Rockbottom, general manager of Sofa Kingdom. And I want to sell you your new favorite seat in the house. Sofa (laughs) Kingdom. Here at Sofa Kingdom, we've got brand name furniture at just a fraction of the price you pay for brand new. Sofa Kingdom! 
So come on down to Sofa Kingdom, and we'll put you on a new throne today. Sofa Kingdom! Oh, wow. shit. Dude, oh. that if that wasn't like a school assignment, then uh, he's missing out on a good grade there. Fantastic work, Matt. How? Uh, yeah, how do you not have an MBA? Yeah, I mean, you really just need to add an A to your initials, and then you do. Mm-hmm. But, fuck. So his suggestion is for us to... To record a series of so it might be, I thought it might be fun to record a series of ads for you based on a bit, uh, yeah. So we'd like to thank Matt at Sofa Kingdom uh, for uh, for a new sponsorship. Uh, yeah, not just any kingdom, Sofa Kingdom. We consider ourselves uh, loyal subjects in the Sofa Kingdom of whatever hierarch that is. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to assume it's Matt mm-hmm. as the sole proprietor and therefore ruler of the Sofa Kingdom. Uh, fuck yeah. So go to, let's see, go to uh, tubgirl.com and enter in promo code. No. Sofa, no. Sofa Kingdom. It's Goatsy. Clearly. <laughs> Just Google Kids in the Sandbox from a non-work computer and enter promo code Road sodas for twenty percent off your first sofa accessory. Now this yeah. does not apply to a full purchase of a sofa. Merely the accoutrement that might accompany a sofa, such as a very ugly knit blanket that your grandma made that you want to throw over it that was like maybe in fashion in the nineties. Yeah, dude, not fuck anymore. you. Don't talk about my blanket like that. Oh, no. Those are always the most comfortable. That's why they're on the sofa that you can buy at Sofa Kingdom. Fuck, man. As somebody who loves just extraneous editing, the effects that was used on, on that, that, was, was, that, that was great. Those, those were some choice effects. Speaking of editing, I feel like uh, I, if I were smarter, I would have waited to throw that in at the end as a segment. Nope. It's a great lead. It's a great lead because it overshadows oh, so much of the accomplishments that we have to discuss in the following. It's all downhill from here. Thanks, Matt. Fucking dick. <laughs> but yeah, Matt, if you want to keep sending those in, uh, we'll set them up better next time. And uh, yeah, that was great. Hell, we might even listen to them before so we won't have to like hide our laughter from our microphones so we don't blow out our eardrums. I don't know. I, I was very happy that we got to do that live. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we both got the joke, too. Wait. There was a joke, right? <laughs> I didn't pick up on any double entendres. Certainly yeah. not a triple. Mm-hmm. Now, as I'm wont to say. Currently. We're going to get into the main soda. The main meat. Oh, and what a what a tiny tall boy this is. Yeah. Now this this topic is just really just a quick era of school. We're gonna do just sort of middle school for you mm-hmm. because that's when we met. That's actually the only time we attended school together. We we attended school uh, at the same time. Yeah, we are the same age, but it's not the same. You get it. You're yeah. We went to middle school together. That's where we first met. Yeah. 
and uh, yeah, we're just gonna tell you some some real cute after the after the sort of you know moon bounce fucking story from last week. We're gonna tell you a nice little cute a little cute tale. Yeah, yeah. This one's this one's pretty PG rated. Yeah, other than we'll be swearing a lot, but the actual topics will be swearing and drinking. Yeah, yeah. So, do you remember the first class we had together? Were we in homeroom together? I don't think we were, but... I remember we hung out in the library, like a library computer teaching class quite a bit. Yeah. Well, and how how do you... So, I the, guess, you know, we, we went to middle school together, and so we met in sixth grade. And in our, our middle school, uh, I mean, I remember like an orientation where they like held your hand through the combination locks on the lockers. Yep. And they were just like, this is baby's first locker. Like, you got to remember these three numbers and how to put them in. And like, guess what? Everyone got it. Like, yeah. Even the remedial kids. In fact, the lockers were so old and shitty that you just had to turn it so that it got to the last number and you could leave it there and then just turn it to, like, it was no longer a locker. It was just sort of a box. Yeah. But you, you just left it and you had to turn it, uh, I guess, clockwise to, to, engage with the third number and you could get back in Mm -hmm. but everyone had to carry all their fucking books around all the time anyway so well yeah i i you know the jumping ahead to eighth grade but like i remember when they they didn't allow us to go to our locker between classes and it was just like yeah carry everything for the day yeah don't worry you don't use all of your textbooks or notebooks yeah you don't have to have you don't have to fight somebody in, in you know outside the cafeteria yeah you, you you don't have to worry about drag from the massive backpack hanging off of you causing spina bifida or some shit scoliosis yeah um i don't know it, the the school was was kind of situated in in a weird place that was close to where you went to elementary school pretty far from where i went to elementary school but it was near uh, another facility of that company that I worked at that's huge in our region. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was that was kind of the only thing that I guess was making money. I, I remember the market across the street from from the middle school always smelled like it had burned. Yeah, I don't think I ever went there. <laughs> I remember going there just like a couple of times. My mom would either be picking me up or something or, or whatever. But I was always with... I was always with a parent, and it was like, I just smell. it smelled like somebody had burned a meatloaf, like, way, <laughs> way, like, overnight burned. Hell yeah. Like, like, put it in and passed out, burned a meat, like, burned food. Not, not like, you know, wood smoke structure burn. No, this was just somebody was making terrible food. And just forgot. Or they didn't empty the grease traps in, in whatever deli they had. Who can say? Yeah. Ooh. But, you know, part of, I think, the draw when the middle school was built, and I think that was in the 60s, was uh, they had like a central courtyard. <laughs> oh, that piece that of the, shit. That the library opened up into. <laughs> oh, guess my God. what? It had a tree in it. Whoo! A tree. Yeah, this but courtyard. Yeah. Now, you know how when you're a kid, everything that like you remember is... You, like, is actually smaller than you remember. Like, er, you, you, since you're small, everything seems big in your mind. In my mind, this courtyard is very small, which means it's probably like 30 feet by 15 feet. Like, 
at most. Oh, absolutely. And that tree is a dogwood tree. I mean, it's barely taller than you. Yeah. And most of the courtyard was paved. They had a couple like areas for bushes and tree, like that one tree and shit. And it was always just wet and gross. And the windows were all dirty and muggy. And it really just, I don't know. The whole school was just fucking falling apart. The, the, the flooring was all these little one inch square tiles that a child could just, if you just stomped your foot, you shattered the whole floor where your foot made contact with like you would- and if they were patching the tiles which they had uh, probably hundreds of colors of Constantly. they never ever used the right color tile to fix any job not once so it was just this weird and it wasn't cool looking like a fucking jackson pollock or uh, any sort of like mosaic it was just it looked bad it was great it was a mosaic if you're just learning that word now, and you don't know what art or, or composition or, or anything about form and, and color scheme are. Look at the big brain on Jimbo talking about form. Yeah, I well, like we, we learned it from, from a t- art teacher. Oh, my God. <laughs> that yeah. guy was amazing. Mr. Ritz. Yeah. Holy Put, shit. Putting on the Ritz taco. My man. Man, that dude was constantly pissed off and... Just flamboyant and angry. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He got, he got, he was so mad at me when I, I sprained my ankle like first, second week of uh, sixth grade. He was furious at me. Don't know why. Mm-hmm. They had to like move my seat so that I could like, cause the, the, the tables were those giant like stone slab tables. And so I couldn't sit at the seat that I'd been because it was, like, hard to get to because of the crutches. And you couldn't, like, move the tables because they weighed probably a couple hundred pounds. So I just had to, like, change seats with somebody. And that, like, legitimately, that, like, ruined his week. I, I think he was, like, the first hard grader that I ever had. Yeah. And, I mean, they, I, I guess that's why we were always in those those nerdy, stupid classes. Like algebra. Yeah, oh yeah, we got pulled into this. Yeah. Geometry. Yeah, ooh. Tough subjects. I mean, how do you do well in elementary school? Do they just take your standardized test scores and it's like, oh, this kid clearly didn't know that this thing was meaningless. This guy can read like a motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he, that, our teacher was, was my, my first, I think, hard grader. A guy who was just like, yeah, I'll give you an F. Yeah. I don't, you can make it up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I still have the like my final project from eighth grade, which is all like stippling work and stuff, and it sucks. And I think some of the reason it sucks, I remember what I wanted to do, and he was like, "No, fuck that." I mean, he didn't, obviously he didn't swear, but he was like, "No, that's wrong. That's not how like depth works." And he was probably right, but it was just like he was just telling children that they were doing art wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just rules. <laughs> Well, I was trying to do, yeah, a very realist interpretation of a, a picture that I had had. And, yeah, he, he changed, the, like, the whole texture of the background, the sky. Like, he he made it, like, contemporary, like, postmodern art where I wanted I wanted to go for more of, like, a romantic kind of 1840s landscape. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, <laughs> you, need, you need diagonal lines in the clouds. And it's like, but there aren't. Yeah. Di- yeah, I was like, no, I, I'm i going to be grading on your diagonal lines. And it's like, but it's art. Can't you just, and it's 
arbitrary. You're not submitting these to some fucking, like, they're not going to scantron the art. It's completely subjective. It's up to you. You can it just pass it into your portfolio, man. Yeah. And my portfolio was my refrigerator. But the extracurriculars at that school, we had a weird experience with. Uh, we had home ec for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. We, we saw a lady lose her job. Yeah. I'd never really seen that before. And no. so they, they cut home ec during eighth grade, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so some of the home ec projects I remember were uh, we made oyster crackers, which we didn't. They bought oyster crackers. And yeah, we, we took premium oyster crackers. And we mixed seasonings together and shook them around in the seasonings. Eat a dick. They were not seasonings. We took a packet of Hidden Valley Ranch and mixed some vegetable oil. Is that really what we did? That's exactly what we did. <laughs> I just we remember- may have put a little more dill in, but like that's that's exactly what it is. And that's a recipe you could take home, man. There it is. I remember coming home with a few of them still in the bag, the little plastic bag, and I was like, "Mom, I made these." And she was like, "Holy shit, you made these?" And I was like, "Yeah." We like tossed them in seasoning. She was like. But you like baked the crackers? Or like, I was like, no, not at all. Like, not even a little bit. I nope. I have no idea how to do that. And then I remember uh, Cheyenne, this dude Cheyenne, poured a bunch of hot bacon grease down his leg and probably permanently scarred himself. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I made boxer shorts and a pillowcase out of the same cow print cow print fabric, and my niece now has that that pillow, which is kind of that's kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, and then in eighth grade, they cut the home ec program, and she just did laps around the courtyard, which means she was basically going past every single classroom just crying. And, man, fuck, it's, like, the reason we're talking about it is because it's stuck with us. Like, just yeah. just seeing that, just being like, damn. Like, I, all I want to do is play and, like, not be here, but... You're going through something, and I haven't experienced work yet, so fuck. Like, this doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, we may have inadvertently seen some other people lose their jobs. I know we had three different shop teachers, like, each year. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, there was a sixth grade, a seventh grade, and eighth grade guy. No. It's, no, there was one for the whole school. But, yeah, the, these are programs that maybe they're not focusing on anymore and, because of their implications. Yeah. And we had several teachers that should have been fired but weren't. We had a science teacher, one of my favorite, like, how the fuck. It explains why I believe in the conspiracy theories that I believe in, I think. I think it fed into that. She was our science teacher, and she told us such things as... She'd been the many times aforementioned company, which is not a power company that was nearby. She said she saw a demonstration that this company had created basically like a power cell that was a sheet of paper, like the size and look of a like a tan yeah, sheet of paper. Yeah, fuel cell, I think. It's the fuel used, cell. I think she, she used one of them buzzwords but, in yeah. terms. And, and <laughs> she said it could power a car and that the whole reason that we didn't know about it was because of the oil companies. And it's like, I am very willing to believe in oil companies are evil. This is not news. We know this. But I'm pretty sure that the building next door didn't solve the energy crisis considering they don't make, they have nothing, they're not in the energy sector at all, like even a little bit. Like, not even remotely. Yeah, I think that was a fibers division anyway. I think they were just making the 
the PTFE like cloth material there. Yeah, they just make fabric. Basically, I only knew that after. Yeah, you know, after my dad talked about God work for for my entire lifespan up until three years ago. Got a hammer at home. You really do. But yeah. So that was our science teacher just lying to us. She also had a bunch of those. Uh, what's it? Multidactyl. What's the thing where cats have a bunch of paws that they shouldn't have? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, she had, like, all these fucked up cats that had, like, eight paws total. Yeah, I, I think cats get that. She had, like, a ton, though. Anyway. Yeah. So, my least favorite thing that she said was <laughs> about microwave radiation and her theory that, you know, stomach cancer might might affect or be affected by the amount of time that, that you stand in front of the, the microwave. Not like brain cancer, or maybe maybe she inferred that. But I think I think the takeaway here is that A, she was an idiot. And B, <laughs> if there's any linkage between using a microwave and getting stomach cancer, it's because of the things you are microwaving. Yeah. We would know <laughs> that by now. Yeah. She also told us an absolutely brutal story that I will not tell the specifics of, but basically her neighbor was mowing his lawn and he was mowing it parallel or perpendicular to the slope of a hill and the tractor rolled on him while it was running and didn't have it. Yeah. And she's Mm -hmm. just telling kids about this horrific injury. The guy lived, but like uh, had a horrific injury and she's just telling us all about it. And all this stuff in, like, fucking sixth or seventh grade. She's like, fuck, man. We're into gross stuff like bugs and mud and stuff. Not, like, gore and fucking... <laughs> That's well, not... I mean, she was she was preparing us for all the real shit that we were going to see in our landscaping jobs. I guess, that yeah. Us. We both did become landscapers for, for a time, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess I knew not to not to mow that way. Let's see, we also went to school with uh, uh, a couple of... We went to school with a, with one guy who was is ahead of his time by decades. I mean... Yeah, like Andy Kaufman level of genius comedian. I can only truly appreciate it looking back now. As a kid, as a kid it was funny. It was certainly funny. But I mm-hmm. didn't realize that I was looking into, into, a, into the face of a genius. Yeah, the last I contacted the, this uh, individual... <clears throat> I think it was back in the late 2000s, back in like 2008. So like, you know, like five or, or six years removed from middle school. And he was in Virginia and I think he had fathered a child. I believe he's got some kids. Yeah. Which means yeah. we've got another batch of fucking genius possibly on the way, which is great. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, news. I mean, they they have the best mentor. And they're middle school age now. So we'll see how they do with the new with Zoom classrooms. But one of the things that I, I vividly remember seeing this guy do was, so the school, you know, you got the courtyard in the center, and then there were tiny little branches that would stick off of that that had the classrooms on it. So he stood at the corner of, of, of one of these branches, like by the courtyard, and he had a giant, like, the one-foot-tall hand soap pump thing. Don't know where he got it, just the thing of hand soap. And he was pumping it out and just putting the soap all thickly all over his lips and blowing massive bubbles like three five foot long bubbles just fucking huge and then everyone's like isn't that gross he's like oh it's disgusting and the teacher's like why are you doing this and he was like i want to be clean 
And it's just, I mean, just, and then he would just get in trouble, mild, mild trouble. He got in trouble so frequently that he basically had a standing, we, we, uh, one of the lesser punishments we had was a lunch detention, which was when you had to go and eat lunch in the classroom of the teacher that gave you the lunch detention, which honestly sounds like more of a punishment for the teacher than the kid. Because, sure, you're not with your friends, and let's all be honest, not a, not a single person listening to my voice, myself included, has ever been funnier than we were in the cafeteria. Like, that's your peak. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. But the teacher's just got to sit there while you fucking just chow down on some handy snacks. But he gave himself a standing lunch detention with a teacher that he liked. So he was just like, I'm going to eat lunch in your classroom every day because someone's going to give me a lunch detention. And so I'll just say, oh, no, I already have one. And I'll go to your room. And so they became like friends, which was weird. But she would let him do pranks that she would then punish him for. She was like, if you do, like, I'm watching you do this. And if you do this, I'm going to have to give you a real detention kind of a thing. But she didn't stop it either. And my favorite that he did with that kind of setup was during one of these lunch detentions. He he had a block of cheese, a small block of cheese. And... He cut it to look like one of those standalone erasers where it's sort of a parallelogram, just your classic like two inch long rectangle eraser that's slanted on either end. And this teacher had just a basket, a little small pencil basket that was just full of erasers because, you know, this was back in the pencil days. Kids were always needing erasers. And so you could just go up and grab one. And so he just cut this cheese into the exact replica of one of these big erasers and just left it in there. And it was well, like, that's, a, that's the allure of it. Yeah. Is that it doesn't have any like graphite on it. You're like, ooh, this erasure is fresh. I know it's good. I know it's going to erase good. I can dig into this shit, right? Yeah. And a new texture. You're like, ooh, I don't know this material. This will be fun. And I, I remember the girl who ended up grabbing it, but it was a few days, maybe even a week later, she snagged it and just, when you, when you go to a race, you apply force. Uh-oh. So she just smashed cheese all over something she'd been writing. Just, 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 just a ton of greasy cheese. Yeah. That mistake uh, got bigger, not smaller. Yep. And then he, uh, he got detention. Yeah. I, I went to elementary school with him, and yeah, he—I mean, he—he he had to go get medication every every day at lunchtime. Yeah, you know? that tracks. <laughs> you know those types. I, I think my favorite thing that he did was was he put Vaseline in his hair to give him the wave. And <laughs> yeah, it, and it ended up being not like permanent, but like semi permanent. It was like a semi permanent hairstyle that he had because his hair just got stuck like that. But he would go in front because this is this was in a time when we had projectors. And transparent screens that you could write on. And guess what? The teacher, you know, had had the blank projector. So before class, like, the projector's on, warming up. And he's just there doing the wave like, in silhouette <laughs> with his stupid hair. Dude. Vaseline-ass hair. <sighs> yeah. Did he, he got his legs stuck in a chair one time, right? I definitely remember him sitting in one of like the waste bin size <laughs> trash cans that they had and getting stuck, but being able to like move around. With oh, his feet. yeah, yeah. He would like wiggle. <laughs> he looked like a snail, basically. 
uh, he had this was also the the age of the the original like Gilford uh Gilbert Gottfried Aflac duck uh ads and he had a stuffed Aflac duck that when you squeezed it it went Aflac 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 and the third one was just like fucking super goddamn loud and so he would treat this thing like a hand grenade and he would squeeze it because the first two if there was normal classroom sounds you really couldn't hear so he would do it during a uh, concert band all the time he'd like squeeze it and like toss it into like 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 underneath a like a flute player's fucking chair and then it just suddenly screams aflac underneath and it's yeah one of those harmless but just very weird things to do and he always managed to get it back that was the thing was like you think a teacher i watched it get confiscated and he would get it back somehow yeah if i was a teacher i would have like decapitated it and then gotten to the actual sound making button mechanism and destroyed it in front of his eyes yeah i would have been like this is swag that one of your parents got from like a convention somewhere like yeah uh, but I mean, you know, that mention of band, like he was talented. Like he, he played the trombone in the band good. with us. Cause we were all nerds. He, he was always in our math classes and shit. Like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. James and I were in all the nerdy classes and he was right there with us. Yeah. Well, we were nerdy and awkward and he was nerdy and funny. Yeah. He, he led, he led the, he led the charge. Yeah. That same teacher that let him do the lunch attention cheese prank and all, and all those other things. She once bet me a, like, get-out-of-homework-free pass that I would not skip back from lunch with a basket in my hands, with, like, a tiny little basket. I wouldn't just skip back through the hallways. And so I did it, and the assistant principal saw me doing it and gave me detention. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, hey, uh, teacher, I just got a detention for doing the thing you bet me to do. And she was like, ooh. Here's that homework pass. I was like, not a good trade, because I'm just going to do my homework in detention. Like, Mm. you ass. Yeah. She did not have the students' backs. She loved Dave Matthews' band, and she told us about 9-11. She also enjoyed Linkin Park, and yeah. We all did. (laughs) We all did. Some of us still do. (laughs) And they aren't me. Yeah. She was probably the most frequent assigner of the open-ended project where it was like we're reading a book and at the end you're gonna do something on it you can write a paper you can do whatever and jimbo and i were always we're making a video Uh like hey teacher we're in class together we're gonna make a video we mentioned it before on one of these episodes that we would do james world videos which was just wayne's world but with us wearing wigs vaguely dressed up as Wayne Campbell and Garth Algar. And I, you know, you, you did a pretty good Garth, and I was just myself with a black wig and a hat. But I appreciate that. I mean, you looked as close as you could, considering you were a ch- we were children. Like, we both, we both looked the part, but I like that you didn't try to do a Mike Myers, because that's just Mike Myers, like, sure. Mike Myers, he's not really, other than, like, his affect... Like yeah, like saying swing and stuff like that. He's not really doing anything to be Wayne Campbell. So you were just being James, and it was called James World. It was not called Wayne's World. So it was accurate. It was canonical. It played, uh, but yeah, I didn't have to act at all. Which yeah, it was great. And I think my mom might still have one of those, and I think your mom's got maybe a couple. Yeah, I didn't see any in my my VHS stash, which is 
which is growing larger by the, I don't know, quadrant, quadrennial, maybe? <laughs> every every 400 years? No, uh, I'm not acquiring any Qua- new VHS. Quadrophenia. Yeah, there we go. But there were at least four that, yeah. that we made because we were we were assholes. Yeah, we hung out all the time, so it it just made sense. Do you remember the first time we hung out at my house? Yeah, and I put you in a trash can, mm-hmm. <laughs> like with your permit. I didn't like pick you. I I I had you squat down and and I flipped over a trash can and put it on top of you to hide you so you couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was like a filthy trash can. Yeah, that well, you know, you do what you got to do, right? If, hey, sometimes it's time to play. Sometimes it's time to go home. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those times are at conflict with each other. <laughs> That's a great interpretation of the, the great bard. <laughs> um, well, I remember one project for that English teacher was like an autobiography. Uh, yes. Which I recently reread my own and um, <laughs> Fuck. a I lot of my humor still lands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you wrote you wrote a, a great chapter nine because one of the things was have have one of your friends write chapter nine. Yeah, I uh, I mine is still at my mom's house. I don't like I haven't looked at it in forever, so I don't know who wrote my chapter nine. It might have been you. Well, for me, like the whole thing was still a bit because we made it into like a binder, right? Yeah, like a three ring binder where you put it into those plastic sleeves, just like the different pages. But on the outside of my binder, you know how some books will have, like, the picture of the person in the top of the binding? Like on the spine, right? Yeah, on the spine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did that, but with a baby picture of mine. I, I put, like, a wallet-sized baby picture of mine on the three-ring binder. Cause, and there's there's no – I didn't put an insert into the side, so it's just a wallet-sized picture of me crudely – taped onto the, the spine of a book. Hell yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I do know that I have a journal from her class that like we had to keep. I wasn't much of a Right. I I I don't think I ever had a personal journal that I, you know, wasn't forced to use just for school purposes, but there was one like just creative writing thing in there where I wrote about uh, I, I'll I'll dig it up and I'll read it as a correspondence. But y- you and me go time traveling. It's nice. So we end up working at McDonald's. It's fucking good. Like, Safety isn't guaranteed. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's not bad for you know presumably seventh grade writing. But uh, well, I mean, you know, some of the the projects and I we we had a science fair that I, it got competitive sometimes. Some parties yeah. made it competitive, but I remember there was a kid in our grade that wrote on like his trifold poster board that you had to <laughs> oh my use God. in crayon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and so we had a day where we would present them in class, and then we had a, like a day where we would present them in on like you know card tables in the gymnasium. Yes, and so we saw his in class and. His experiment was something about a plant, but his conclusion was that my plant died written in red crayon right on the white, like, right side third poster board. Hell yeah. 
And by the time it got onto the card table, he had printed something out from the computer lab that said, the plant died. Ooh. Yeah. Classy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember any of your science fair experiments? Um, yes and no. I mean, I remember one of them, but the other two escaped me. What was it? Was it good? Was it at all? I did some bullshit with trajectory. Okay. And so I shot a bow and arrow. Classic. Yeah. Classic move. Mm-hmm. Yep. The only one I remember was I'd gotten into an argument with another friend who would later go on to be valedictorian of, high, of, of the high school I attended, where he was coming at me with some straight bullshit saying that hot water freezes faster than cold water. And I was just like, there is no fucking way that's true. So I did that as my science fair experiment, which is just such a dick move to be like, hey, remember that thing we were arguing about three months ago? Yeah. I got the numbers, bitch. I mean, I remember that debate. <laughs> got heated. He had, yeah, he had a good argument. He said, well, the temperature disparity, you know, will cause the temperature to drop faster. And yeah. I think that's, that's, he's saying the delta T is different. Yes. But there's there's no way that it, it freezes It's not fast. true. <laughs> yeah. But in order to – so basically I presented that as like, here's what I want to do. And they're like, you need more than that. And so I also uh, attempted to freeze Gatorade and milk and maybe like orange juice or something. <laughs> and just like – I just would go downstairs into the deep freeze that would later be full of just an unacceptable amount of Mountain Dew Code Red. Yep. Well, I mean, was it expired? Uh, well, my science fair project was not. All right, that was all fresh, drinkable, drinkable stuff. Although I did kept, I checked on it every like hour for like. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, I must have gone to sleep. This seems like a not good experiment. I feel like a kid did this, dude. I, I mean, I had a really, really bad one that I just, I just lied. I fudged results. <laughs> <laughs> That was well, in that was in elementary school though, and it was about growing mold on bread. Well, I don't think highlight for kids is a peer reviewed, you know, child science fucking. Uh, what's the word from journal, not magazine? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what science science articles go in journals. That's true. Well, articles go in journals. Boobs and cooking recipes go in magazines. Mm. Yeah. I think there are several journals on good housekeeping, though. One of them's called Good Housekeeping. Hmm. We also did, what, history? There was a history day? History day, yeah. I did Genghis Khan and helicopters. Not at the same time. Two separate projects. (laughs) And I did Attila the Hun and planes. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Because we were those people. Yep. I feel like there's a, a high likelihood that we both named our my helicopter one and your plane one as you know, like death from above, <laughs> like, <laughs> so something like that. Just like yeah. what's a generic thing? Can we just can you put us on opposite ends of the the gymnasium though? I definitely picked Genghis Khan because of Age of Empires, one of the few games I was allowed to play. I I definitely picked Attila the Hun for that very same reason. Hell yeah. That end, uh, they ended up making, I think, a little bit later on, a Gerard Butler uh, made-for-TV movie where he plays Attila. And Powers Booth plays the main bad guy. I think Tim Curry's in it, too. We love Powers Booth. Mm-hmm. 
I guess yeah. Gerard Butler is just good at playing like famous hero heroes, well, not heroes, famous kings from antiquity. He's he's good at playing good-looking bearded guys. So I just started playing uh, Assassin's Creed, the one set in Greece, the new one. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, maybe it's not the new one at this point. I don't know. I don't really keep track of that shit. And like the tutorial thing at the beginning where like it kicks you right into a battle so that you're engaged. It's, the, you know, it'd be like the setup in the Walmart as you walk by. Uh, you're playing as Leonidas. And he get, there's like a cut scene where he gives the pump up speech. This is Sparta? He says this is Sparta in it, and the guys, everyone else seems to actually be like a an actual Greek voice actor. Like, not only are they doing a Greek voice, they are Greek, they have a thick accent because they're Greek, but the dude doing King Leonidas sounded pretty fucking Scottish to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look into that voice actor because I don't really care, but I was just like, uh, why? like, obviously they didn't speak English. I know that. It's already, like, there's a suspension of disbelief that the ancient Greeks would have spoken English. I I know that that's already inaccurate. I get it. But why would they spend all the money to get all the Greek people for the rest of the voices and then be like, we're going to go Scottish guy for this one? (laughs) Also, in the cutscene, for whatever reason, his head is enormous. Like, he just has a very big head. It's just not a very well-rendered cutscene. All right. Nice. Like, he doesn't even have a helmet on. It's just his head. I mean, he has a helmet on for part of it. When he's talking without the helmet, it's just like, damn, dude. Like, you look like Barry Bonds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, that those were the history day presentations for us. It was it was barbarians and, and aerial flight. Yeah, that's us. But uh there's more meat on this bone than I thought there'd be. I got we got plenty of more in on this era, but uh, we're pretty much at time. We barely got time for a segment. You got anything quick? I don't have anything quick segment wise. I have I have a bunch of long stuff, long conspiracy theories. Well, we'll definitely get to those because we still have to do one on the fact that this, this is, is not the reality, reality that we should, should be living in. But uh. We can do a quick Maryland meet of the week. Or, I'm sorry. This will be more of a Mid-Atlantic meet of the week. Mid-Atlantic meet of the week. Mid-Atlantic meet of the week. This meet has a couple of names, depending on what region you're eating it in. I don't know if I agree with that. Whoa, all right. Uh, We're already controversial. It can be called pork roll. It can be called Taylor ham. Taylor being a brand, pork roll being sort of more of a generic term, I believe... Pork roll is, is that South Jersey and Delaware and Philly area? If you look on a package of Taylor, it says Taylor pork roll. So according to the producer, it is pork roll. So it's pork roll. Legally, it cannot be called ham because it is not ham. Well, we don't call it Taylor ham, but who who does? Is that North Jersey and New York who calls it? Yeah. Not that New York really has it. It's more just like Jersey City, uh, fucking all those. I just find it silly that the legislature had to step in and say, hey, this isn't ham. Like, we can legally define ham. Man, what is the legal definition of ham? But anyway. It's not pork roll. No. Pork roll is delicious. So pork roll is made the same way as a hot dog, except they only use pork loin meat. 
So it's mm-hmm. a it's a very high quality pork that they then grind up and press into various sized. It really just looks like a giant hot dog. Um, there can be it's a pound. Sometimes you'll see in like you know the 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 bigger butcher shops three pound or five pound ones hanging in, in basically like a cheesecloth. It's like a salami cloth. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just a giant fucking hot dog, and then you slice it up. And the key, the key move, the rookies will fuck up here. This also goes if you ever want to grill up some bologna or really any sort of uh, you know large processed encased meat. You want to cut four slits on the cardinal you know direction, sort of a north, south, east, west. Not not the whole way through. You don't want to cut through it. You want to just cut you know. A little thing so that as like it a, shrinks. Like a pinky nail into each. There it is. And so that as, as it shrinks from the cooking process, it doesn't cup. Because when it cups, you end up with barely any of it hitting the cooking surface. Yeah, you cook the outside and then you flip it over and then you just cook the inside and then it forms like this weird, yeah, teacup. Yeah. So you want to you cut that and then it, what it's going to do is it's going to shrink up a little bit and form more of an X shape because of the little slits you gave it. And... It's pre-cooked already, much you know, just like a hot dog. So you're really just getting some, you know, some color and some some heat on it. But man, I knew that I I actually watched a video on how they make it, and I forget what it is. But there's a specific spice they put in it. Obviously, there's you know salt and a bunch of other shit. But it does have. I'm not gonna call it spice. It's not hot by any means. It's not like a hot spice. But there there's a seasoning in it that is unique to it. I think it's. I think there's a fair amount of vinegar they put in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I know there there's a couple of different brands, and, and my dad always gets uh, Lancaster brand, and they always have, I think, Hickory. is the, It's like orig- Original Hickory, I think, is their, one of them. And I know Hatfield has like a mild, you know, I, I've seen mild pork roll around, <laughs> and, I, and I never see spicy. Um, but I know Taylor has packages of like pre-sliced. And they have I've seen ones, that ones with four slices and eight slices. Yeah, which is like, what which, are we doing here? Well, it's the same quantity. That's the best part. Whoa. The, <laughs> the, it's the just four the slices are just double thick. Fuck that. But yeah, yeah, so just like Scrapple, you would cook this and, and – I mean, you can just straight up eat it. But it's usually eaten on a sandwich, breakfast sandwich. But yeah, it's really good if you're ever in, I'd say – A grocery store in the Northeast. Yeah, I'd say if well if you're if you're at a, like a a small like breakfast place, like kind of a mom and pop shop. Not that we can go to them anymore, but when we can, uh, from like Wilmington, Delaware to Allentown to Jersey City, that sort of odd triangle. If you're in that area, they'll probably have it on the menu. Go ahead and get yourself some. Or yeah, for basically from New England to probably Virginia, if you're in a grocery store, you can probably find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's right where I want to be. It'll be the most prevalent in your uh, Philly slash New Jersey. De- I mean, definitely. It's more a New Jersey thing that just kind of bled out into the surrounding states is my understanding. Mm-hmm. Well, it stands somewhere between salami and bologna. Yeah. And that's that's just where we love it. Yeah. And we all know that New Jersey is not part of the mid-Atlantic, but Southern Jersey is. The whole state's not. But I would say that Cape May... That that counts. Mm-hmm. It's got it. Yeah, I would call the whole state the Mid Atlantic. You would, mm-hmm. but that's for a different episode. Because <laughs> neither of us are from Jersey. We're not. <laughs> I think we both have favorable views of it, but we do. That's because you know we have interesting perspectives. Yeah, we've gotten drunk there. <laughs> <laughs>
That'll really put a shine on something. Huh. But it will. damn, not only did we have enough to talk about, we want to touch long, and I am thrilled because we had to pad out some space for our new sponsor, Sofa Kingdom. Mm. Yeah. Do a few, James, and I'll I'll, I'll fuck with it. Do g- give us a few. So, so fucking dumb. dumb. So, so fucking dumb. dumb. I need the fuss. <laughs> like, so, so, so fucking dumb. 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 Yep, now give me one real quick, like a fast one. Sofa Kingdom. Sofa Kingdom. Yeah. All right. No, I kept saying so fucking dumb. No, I know. I know. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to, we'll see how many different ways I can uh, fuck with the audio on that. That'll just be a fun treat for, maybe it'll just be for me. Maybe you guys will enjoy it. Speaking this of, segment we will call Sofa Kingdom. There we go. Another Sofa Kingdom segment. From the boys at Road Sodas, if you have your own ideas for stuff we should do. Sodas we should drink. Things you want us to say aloud. Uh, Accents we should try. Main meats you want us to heat. Main sodas you want us to discuss. If you you hung out with us back in the day and we did something uh, of note with you, but we were drunk and don't remember it, fucking shoot us a line. We'll tell the tale. Probably going to have some guests on at some point, which will be fun to sort of dig into other shit we've done. But we'll do more of that discussion later. Uh, you can send those messages to roadsodaspod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at roadsodaspod, where we post up any relevant photos. I think that's going to do it for this week, but we can't leave. Oh, yeah. Come on. Without what we do every week, some final words, some some wisdom. A parable, something you can take home to the to warm the soul, heat up the cockles of your of your heart. A little advice from our old pal Jimbo. Jimbo, what you got for us? I think that yeah. Yep. Perfection. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.